I am the digitally disabled. <laughs> <laughs> He was stroking my leg with his foot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, started, I just like pulled out of the pants and I just like ripped him. Because <laughs> it's like pop, 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 pop. So now I ripped my pants while recording a podcast. All right. The things never end. <laughs> nope. Well, that is one thing that will have to remain physical in Aaron's future world that he wants to talk about. <laughs> oh, welcome once again. My name is Paul, and I am joined by Aaron, the digitally disabled, as yeah. he calls himself. Um, yeah. As I have learned recently, and much to my dismay, dismay Aaron has never watched The Matrix, and I am no. just so sad because he keeps talking about this stuff. He's like, whoa, how would we be reproduce a non a non-physical world with digital only and how would we be connected to the computer and how we do this and i'm like the matrix the matrix the matrix the matrix i'm like red blue versus red pill versus blue pill and he's like oh did you know about this spider i'm like no that's not what i'm talking about oh and to be serious do you know what the 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 term in culture like red pill, blue pill. Do you know what that means? And obviously, it's nothing political. It's red is oh, not no. Republican, blue is not Democrat, Democrat. But no. red versus blue pill. Do you know what that means? No, uh, no idea. Okay, so spoiler alert: if you haven't seen The Matrix, so spoiler alert, Aaron. For me. <laughs> <laughs> In part of The Matrix, one uh, Morpheus offers neo he goes you can take the red pill and learn the truth or you can take the blue pill and remain content in your ignorance whoa so you know because in culture there's also the terms white pilled black pilled all that stuff and so in certain Mm -hmm. podcasts that you listen to they'll go when was your red pill moment when is the moment that you decided that's that you it. want to start looking and seeing what that truth that's is? That's when is that moment that you want to say, I don't care if this makes me uncomfortable. I want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes. Yeah. That's I'm willing to look at the truth now. That's being red-pilled. Blue-pilled means you're, you, you, you want to stay in your happy little comfy bubble and be like, feed me, feed me, feed me, baby. <laughs> feed me, Papa Biden. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> not biden no 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 oh no there's there's creepy things all with biden but that's, oh i can only imagine. There, there was a video i saw um it was a filter that someone put on their that made they made a filter for a video app yeah so there was a little girl she's like looking in the mirror she thinks she sees something she looks over a mirror over her shoulder thinks she sees something looks over her shoulder and then she moves the mirror just right where the filter kicks in and then it's Biden, like, over her shoulder, kissing her neck, oh! sniffing her neck. <laughs> Chills. I don't like I, that. I was dude. like, so now they're even making that into filters for yeah. a- apps. That's great. That's going to oh. go. But anyways, uh, yes, Aaron now understands what it means to be red-pilled on something. <laughs> to be exposed to the truth. Well, not even just well, be exposed ex- to okay. truth, but understand that 
this truth may make you uncomfortable because it may be something that you have been making a bunch of, of assumptions in your life about how things work. And then you have this red pill moment, you know, something happens in your life, you know, and all of a sudden like, I have been lied to my entire life. Yeah. Everyone's been lying to me about X, Y, or Z. You know, and you hear it with a bunch of people where, you know, they're like, yes, you know, they're like five, six years ago, I'd believe the news. Like if it was on the news, it was a hundred percent true, whatever. And then they're like, and then I was involved in a situation where I saw what happened. I saw what the news said and I saw how I reacted. And when I told them, no, I was there, they go, no, the news said this. They're like, that was, that, that was their red pill moment. Yeah. You know, they uh. interviewed people, you know, and they were the ones who provided the material to the news and the news edited it and then swung it their way. And, and then they're like, that, that was my red pill moment that the news lies at times. Now that's not to say every news lies in that, but it's but become, it's, it's become, uh, a normal enough common occurrence. I, I'm not saying every news channel lies all the time or that, you know, all news channels lie. But there have been multiple instances that where we have caught the news media kind of just going with this objective and everything. Um, let's take a look recently. The big news narrative, you know, when Trump was president over the Russia gate and all that stuff, you know, and then turns out, oh, wait, nope, none of that was real. <laughs> it was all fabricated. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of the news man- uh, channels went with it uh, regardless. And it just got to be a little bit on the crazier side, which. Right. But then, I mean, for their benefit, it got them views. Right. But. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're, we're, no. we're not here to talk about how Aaron just got red pilled into understanding what red pilling means. <laughs> I am now uncomfortable. We have just become recursive with red pills. <laughs> nope. Aaron instead wanted to talk about digital life, digitally disabled and. Which is me. You know, how everything is moving into that realm of the digital landscape. And it's making people like Aaron, who are not very comfortable with living in digital life, a little scared. I guess I'm... You and my mom would get along in that regard. Yeah. I I would not hook you up with her on a date. Oh, please don't. That's reserved for Josh. Thank you. Okay. I would just disappoint anyways. But okay, <laughs> well, because I've you know I've, I've got that. And, well, know. no, you two don't believe in the same conspiracy theories. Yeah, there's that too. I, uh, yeah, I'm not on that board. I'm not on that train either. So, so, so anyways, Aaron, but yeah, you, you you're like quick ideas, blah blah blah, and I was like, quick ideas, okay. <laughs> I got a word <laughs> or two, basically, and I was like. I'm going to have to rely on the originator of said words oh, to give me a little more framework. So, Aaron, you originally wrote back about how everything is going digital. Yeah. So, want, why don't you expound upon that, and then we'll go ahead and start rolling on it. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, all right. So, there's this stuff that's been around now for a little while, which I don't know how long it's been around for, but, like, the whole, like, paying on your phone i mean you have insurance information on your phone for like insurance cards and stuff like that and then i just saw in the news is like oh yeah now there's talk of you know 
putting your driver's license on your phone so you don't necessarily have to have the physical copy with you or you know it's just just convenience for the matter of it okay so and which i get and i'm not like i don't know i'm not bothered by that part i guess it's i mean and i'm sure some people be like well if you like put that information on your phone you know it's just gonna be that much easier to get from people i mean I, all of your information's already out there anyways so it doesn't matter, I suppose. It was, oh my gosh. So I am currently, like, looking for, uh, like, health insurance stuff, whatever. Right. And as I was filling out information, like, about me for for this application, it uh, it got to a section where it was like, okay, so I was like, hey, um, do any of these, like, uh, um, Will do any of these things in like these like boxes have anything to do with you or whatever? And are they? Do you have any relation to any of these like lists of things? And one of them is like for work or for like a job or whatever. And out of all the places, I picks Speed Tech to put into that list. I'm like, how do y'all know I work at Speed Tech? It's like I know you didn't put that in there just as a random thing. You know I worked there, so it's just freaky stuff like that. It's like because all this information's out there in the the air. Well, it's not in the air. No, it's, it's not. In it's, the air, it's on but, servers. Yes, it's yeah. in the cloud. <laughs> which the cloud is just someone else's data center. But anyways, uh, I digress from that. So how? So to answer your question on that, how they knew that? Yeah, it's tied through your social security. That's right. Okay. You, I did so what that, what security. that check, what that segment there was doing. Well, no. So what that segment there was doing where it's like, do any of these tie to you? It was essentially trying to do a check to make sure that you were who you say who, you were. Yeah. It's like going to a website and, and you have to click the little box that says, I'm not a robot. And then yeah. it goes, click on all the boxes with pictures of bicycles. <laughs> yeah. And then you fail at it because you don't realize that this, the computer rec- recognizes it as a bicycle. When you look in, you're like, mm, no, that's an electronic e-bike, not a, mo- not a bicycle. Not a- oh and they go, no, it is a bicycle. And it's then you fail. Bicycle. And then he goes, oh, nope, you're a robot. And like, God. <laughs> Gotta do it again. Um, yeah, but that th- that's suck. what that's doing. It's just so, authenticating. That. So it's authenticating. So, those um, type of lists will either pull up multiple items which are true for you. And then some that are not. Or I've even been to ones where it pulls up all of them as not related to me. Yes. Because yes. what, if you don't, like, let's say I stole your social security number and I didn't know you real well. Like, I bought your number online. That's And, that's and I would do me. that and then be like, hmm, well, one of these must be true, right? Let's pick that one. this one, see if I'm lucky. Nope. And then you're not lucky. <laughs> then you're screwed. Well, it, it well, might, not screwed. They might give you a few times to figure to, to correct to, yourself. To, to correct yourself. But anyways, I digress. Go on. Yeah. Um. But I, I guess I was just thinking, and it's funny because like recently, before I saw the whole thing with like having your driver's license now on your phone, I'm surprised that's not already a thing. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Um, I, I am kind of curious as to why that's just now becoming a thing, but we watched the movie Wally, and I was just thinking, I was like, man, at what point, like how long do we have until we get there? I mean, we have the Teslas coming out with self-driving cars. There's, you know, um, 
I remember the whole thing about them talking about their self-driving semi-trucks. Yep. Uh, it's just like, at what point is just everything going to be done for us? And we don't... I'd, one, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. Because that is, for, for me, gosh, I'm just working on my computer, doing stuff on my computer, I don't know what the heck I'm doing a lot of the time. And then you or Nico, like, will come along and be like, oh, well, there's this and that and this. And I mean, my computer's just a mess. And then you guys come along and make things much better for me but it's uh, one i guess my other thought with it was it's like how long do we have to wait until we can get to a point where it'll be easy enough to integrate just things being all digital because like with people like with the boomer generation like they're not there's no hope i suppose really for them to jump on the the bandwagon. Well, at least those who aren't technical. Because right. there at, are some that are. Yes. Because at my job, we have a bunch of boomers. Yeah. So there's some that are going to be very good with it. And then, so it's like, I mean, I guess to some point, you're always going to have people that are going to hate technology no matter, no matter the generation. Yeah, there's going to be people that don't want to have anything to do with technology. Yeah. Um, but if they're born into it, it's like they don't know any better because like you know when we were talking about the for like the 9-11 episode for you i mean you were in college you had flip phones me i mean i've had well flip flip phones might have been generous i think at that time okay like the or like the nokia brick the nokia brick was still the like flip phones might have been still like a couple years away yeah I, I suppose because I, I I remember having my first phone was it was like the 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 razor yeah um gosh yeah and that was I think I had that in like sixth seventh grade so that would have been two thousand eight but at that point the first iPhone had come out though. Yeah. So, gosh, I yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But anyway, so it's like, for me, the stuff that I have now, it's like it's easy. We grow into it and get used to it. But if things are just always continuing to become more and more and more advanced, mm-hmm. so. It, it's just it's mind blowing to me. It's like what what are we gonna do if I I don't know. My mind is yeah so broken. Just to let you know, the original um, Razer flip phone was released in the third quarter of two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yep. Oh, and now they're bringing flip phones back. Well, but touch screen flip yep. phones. But okay, Bendable so screens. That's really weird. Anyways. So you brought up actually a very important question, I think. Uh-oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, I don't even think you realized it. I probably didn't, no. Your question is, what? at what point is everything done for us? And, you know, oh, and okay. my, where I bring that further then, what are the implications of that? 
you know, like right. like you were talking about, like you know, like in the world of Wally, what do you do for mm-hmm. other things? So this actually it brings up a very basic human question: Are humans, by their very nature, good, curious, and self-driven? Are humans, without the necessity of being required to work to be able to get um, something? you know, in our case, money to be able to trade for food, to be able to survive or entertainment or pleasure, would we work? Would we be self-driven to continue discovering? And would we be curious enough to be like, what else can I do now that I have all this free time? Now, if you're a fan of Star Trek like myself, right? Mm -hmm. Star Trek answers that and says, when there is no longer a need to be able to have to, you know, work hard to get basic material goods, food and that. So in Star Trek world, yeah. um, I don't know how familiar you are with Star Trek. They have this wonderful device called a replicator. Okay. Um, by the time the next generation comes around. And the replicator, it's just a little module installed like in a wall of their ship, you know, or it'd be in a home, you know, if they were in a home. They'd go up to and be like, computer, I'd like an ice cream sundae, please. <laughs> You know, or computer, I'd like steak and potatoes. Computer, I'd like, you know, I'd like a whiskey on the rocks. You know, there's no longer that that necessity for humans at that point to spend time working to create basic, to get basic materials. Even if they wanted like, hey, they wanted a pocket watch. Hey, computer, can I get a pocket watch? You know. You, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't have to work for any of that like all this stuff I'm seeing around here. Yeah, no, around your speak it into existence, basically. Well, yeah, like your drum said, you have to do like piece by piece, essentially. Be like, hey, I'd like a symbol of the Zildjian brand, uh, make it this dimension, and you could even change the materials made off, so you could have a steel one, a bronze one, you know, all that stuff. And the replicator would do that. And their question, their thing is, they're like. Okay, we now have this. We don't have to worry about growing food. We don't have to worry about doing all this stuff. Right. We can they're like we can spend the time exploring the stars. See, and at that point, is there value to anything anymore? That's that is a- asking those questions and yeah. what are humans by nature good, curious and self-driven? What do they find value I would say in? No. Do they find value in the material objects or do they find value in expanding their mind and exploring that which is around them? I mean both. There's I feel like a majority would be no. But then you get those few that just like the I guess you'd call them the nerds of your classroom where they're always trying to outperform and do better and really push themselves. You're always going to have those people. So to some degree, yes, but I'd say masses. Okay. No. Let me ask you this, Aaron. Oh, right now I get, I somehow am able to replicate a replicator for you. Well, you got one, right? You no longer have to worry about money because you could just replicate I gas. Can, yep. You don't have to worry about money. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. What would you spend your time doing? Brick. <laughs> Uh, becoming a blob. So um, Wally, you would Wally ties yourself. Yeah, I'd be Wally. You'd be well, uh, the people of Wally. Yes. But you, so you'd yes. Wally ties yourself. I'd become that. I'd listen to music all day. 
So that's one of the things that we have to think about as that yeah. is that underlying question. Yeah. Because if we can't answer this question, are, are, are humans actually good? Ooh. Well, humans, let's be honest, humans are not naturally good. No, uh, absolutely not. And for no. those who are Christian, we are, we're, you learn through the Bible that we are born sinful. We are yeah. born when we go after these desires of our hearts. And let's be honest, desires of the hearts are... Not always good. It could be... Uh, it's looking for pleasurable things, whether that be pleasurable things of alcohol, of... Um, Food, of just being lazy. Physical pleasures. Physical, very much physical pleasures. I was just about to go say having sex all the time, stuff like that. Yeah. If that's all you're chasing in, in all that, and you're not driven, and all your needs are being met, that digital... Or do anything else. This digital revolution is going to be... uh great. Yeah, it's going to be great in not so many good ways. Right. Well, and... I, uh, listen, and, that's, I think about that though too because even like okay like when i have my days where i oh my gosh i oh i cannot tell you how mad i was at myself last monday on labor day i wasted it down here in the basement watching videos watching movies listening to music and just doing nothing besides that so and that's where I also think, because, you know, I, I literally just said, well, if everything's available to me, you know, a snap of a finger, huh, Thanos. <gasps> oh, yeah, I watched the Avengers. Oh, it's great, but upsetting. Anywho. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking, I can't just sit here and do nothing all day. And that's what pissed me off. So, you know, even though I just said, oh, I'd probably just, you know, become like a Wally fat person on a on a hover chair kind of thing. At the same time, I feel like that would also just drive me nuts. So then I couldn't do that. So I, I don't know what I would do now. Yeah, but don't forget, and to be fair and honest, right? We, at this point in time, like if that technology became available just all of a sudden, like out of yeah. nowhere, right? That would uplift our entire way of life we wouldn't know how to respond so either way could go because to be honest like all of a sudden if money is no longer important what do all these people who do all these jobs and all these places all of a sudden have to do do? so there's all these questions like what what do you do now what what do people as a culture as a community as a group do with this time if everything is available at an instant, and I'm talking you become about a socialist. Essentially, yes, because there would be no need for money. There would be no need for anything, right? But you could just replicate all the material need, right? Well, that's if as if we have we have replicators. Well, stuff. I know, but I mean it, that it, I'm going along the lines of everything you want. Yeah, it's just instantly available, right? In the digital world, but G- it. it you know, kids, we look at them, they're naturally curious when they're a young age. They're like, what are oh, you doing? What, what's that? You yeah. know, in that regard, I think if like a kid were to grow up where and time and money was not a constraint, they probably would stay curious. They would probably still continue to want to learn these things. Right. Us as grown adults, we'd probably... Shut walk, up and relax and no, don't make a big deal out of it. We'd, beco- <laughs> we'd become southern redneck wally-tized adults yeah you think so <laughs> i can guarantee you knowing you one of the first things you're gonna do is be like i want this gun and i want all the ammo for this gun 
<laughs> Unlimited supply of ammo. Literally, yes. You would just ask for it. Um, gosh, if see now, ah, see if what I could have, if I could have anything replicated for me, what would the first thing be? What what I find curious about all this, Mister Johnson, right? Yeah, I, I laid out these parameters. You know all this. The first, you know, one of the first thoughts was like you would become a Wally adult. You would, yeah. you know, spend time doing this, this. Yeah. You know what you didn't say one of yet? Drums. Anytime uh, your drums or your guitar, you haven't said any of that yet. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the. Oh. Because all of a sudden, time is the only thing you have to worry about, and you didn't say. That I would do anything with my music stuff. Yeah. Man, I guess I better just sell it now. That's good, Ryan Craigslist. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, Dude, but you know, I would make so much but money. Did you notice? Yeah. Would I ask you, like, what would you do with your time? Music didn't come up at all. That curious, I'll listen to it. Yeah, I listening would, to it, but not but creating I it. Create it. But none of that curiosity and that self drive came through. Man, there's already too many people that are too talented to make stuff. I can't make stuff. Yeah, but if now all of a sudden you didn't have to worry about money like they did, could you make yourself as talented as them with time? I mean, eh, probably not, unfortunately. (laughs) The only reason I say that is because I feel like my hands would give out at some point and then I just have to stop anyways. And then I would be so, limited. But I just find that interesting. That is, that, that is the fact that you point. Now I'm a little, I'm a little sad now. Because <laughs> uh, we're going through that, and I was trying to give you chances, and nothing <laughs> about music ever came up, up as you playing it, listening to it, yes, but never of playing it. Even on that day that you said you wasted down here in the basement. Yeah, I was so sad, so angry. That being said, there is nothing wrong with taking a day here or there to just relax and but do nothing. But it was a beautiful day. <laughs> yes, it was a beautiful day. It was day, a beautiful day. But there's still nothing wrong with taking that time, ah. relaxing every once in a while. It's a good thing to do, both for yourself mentally, physically. Right. Um, but then, I, <laughs> if I could have something made. The only reason it's on my mind is because I haven't had one now for a little while, but it's a motorcycle. <sighs> I'd love to just... And of course, in the land of Star Trek, that's not a really a thing that you need to worry about because you have transports and they'll get you everywhere. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is true. You know, but... <sighs> yeah, I... So yeah, if everything is done for us, then what what's the motivation to go and do these there things? Is none. And I think that's probably a good reason why we shouldn't we don't have that. Well, a we don't have it, but probably should be cautious about going that way. Don't get me so, wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's some goods about it, right? Yes. If we could figure out this replicator technology, and, and uh, that's yeah. just because that's what's called in in Star so, Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. So, yeah. You know what that would end. Almost immediately. Hunger. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. So, now, obviously, not going to the whole as insanely advanced as a whole replicator thing would be, but 
just because um, before we started this, talked a little was it was Elon Musk or whatever has his robot thingy. Yeah, the Tesla robot that the they're Tesla working on. Tesla robot stuff. So even if more stuff became like if let's say that you know catches on and is an efficient way to get stuff done and is reliable. We are going to have to start talking about these things. Yeah. Because they think of how many jobs that would take yeah, away so, from them. So depending on how advanced this is, you know, yeah. obviously it'll probably start with stuff like a uh, server at McDonald's. Yeah. Well, yeah. But McDonald's. <laughs> worker at Speed Tech. <laughs> but worker at Speed Tech. Take my job, please. But look at it this way. At McDonald's and that, right? A lot yeah. of them already have been experimenting with kiosks to order at. Correct. Yeah. So now you literally just need someone to make it and give it to you. And guess what? A robot's really going to be good at. Same thing that a computer's good at. Making stuff. <laughs> Tasks that are repetitive with set uh, oh, motions. Yeah. Yeah. If there are defined steps, like this is how you cook the hamburger. This is how you do. Guess what a robot could also have in it as part of the whole process? A couple things. One, it could be made out of material that's antimicrobial. Myco- microbial. I can talk. There we go. <laughs> um, you know, they would resist bacteria and virus in that. So, you know, so A, that. It could have sensors to just kind of like put its finger on the meat. Okay, meat's cooked. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's that. You, you're it, no it longer. It could be consistent. It would be consistent. It could always make sure that the patties were the same size. Yep. You know, and it, it'd be well, like. Well, that would be, I mean, for McDonald's, that would already be a thing. That's pretty much okay yeah i know but they could be like oh this one's 0.21 this one's a little defective a little defective we'll add or subtract from it as necessary you know they, yeah. they, again if you can give a computer a set of steps for it to re- follow it's great at that the robot would be the same right. thing if it could have things that are within its movement range for it to repeatedly do right so and then like the only thing that i can think of then at that moment was you need somebody to be able to work on those once parts go bad yeah, or you have something like the Teslas where they can automatically order their own parts when the part goes bad on them. Well, okay, that's that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, man, this, I, I, I not really want to watch iRobot. <laughs> but, so, so we're going to have to confront those things sooner rather than uh, later. Right. Because... What do we do when these low-hanging fruit jobs, when I say low-hanging fruit jobs, I'm talking about jobs like, yeah, yeah, speed tech stuff, you know, yeah, making assembly Velcro. Assembly line stuff. Assembly, yeah, assembly line stuff, uh, restaurants, you know. Fast food especially. Fast food especially. Maybe stuff like Gordon Ramsay, not so much, where there's right. a little flair and all that in it, you know. Yeah, you got Ro- the human element. Exactly. You know. But, you know. Fancy. Chick-fil-A, that could all be done with robots. Yeah, and they can they can probably say my pleasure to you as you leave and say thank you. My pleasure. Yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> like it, though. <laughs> my pleasure, Aaron. <laughs> be like, no, okay, leave. Ah. <laughs> and it has little blinking lights for its mouth. Like, yeah, smooth. <laughs> my pleasure, piece. Aaron. Oh, my gosh. See, but then what happens when we have an EMP? We're screwed. Well, I mean... Yeah. But we'd be screwed probably anyway, so even with human workers. I'd say, so. how many of your, your cars would be yeah. working then at that point in time? Of Unlo- course. 
unless they were off at the time. Right. And not in any way on at all. Yeah. Which, all are our, they like always sort of on? Most cars at least have part of their, some of their components on. As, like always. Yeah. Which is freaky to me. Which would mean those parts would be blasted by the EMP and at least Could part of your system would yeah. go. Yeah. So, but now, what what year car do you have to have where it's not affected by EMP? I can't remember. All cars have electronics to some sort, even the old older cars with carburetors. Yeah. But, oh, man. But at least some of those would be more so okay, though, if they were off. If they were off, yeah. If they weren't running at the moment. The last carbureted cars were the 1990 Oldsmobile Custom Cruiser, Buick Estate Wagon, and Subaru Justy. Okay. The last carbureted light truck was the 1994 Isuzu. Oh. Um, Leda Cars, which is outside the U.S., used carburetors until 96. Okay. So I'm just thinking about like the... Those the, like, old cars, so classic car collectors yeah. would probably be fine as long as their cars were off. Yeah. Wow. But as we move into this more digital world, those are things you got to think about. You know, when I was in college, I didn't have a walking internet box for me. Yeah, it is. Ugh. Yeah. So I, it was... Nowadays, you know, even kids have their smartwatches and their yep. their phones and their... The tablets. Well, and then their parents have all the cameras around the house and the sensors on the windows. They have the ring system. So, yeah, you get hit by an EMP now. You guys even still just goodbye. But, Not yeah, as we move, though, into this, if Elon gets his way, if his vision becomes reality, he's going to have self-driving cars, self-driving trucks, self-driving probably rockets to space and these robots to come and do all the menial tasks which we are closer to a wally situation than you know that's what that's what i'm like wondering how far away is that actually or how close could that actually now one benefit of it is you get those robots right put them on the field working like the farms so even on days where it's too hot for a normal person to be out there safely yeah they can still be out there and work it. Until they overheat and then. <laughs> right. Because well, electronics can overheat. Yes. Have you, have, <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever done this. I've had my phone out in the car. And I leave it out there for whatever reason. Like I'm, I'm thinking for whatever reason. I, it will only take me five minutes to go visit my mother to get something out, out of the house. First mistake. Yeah, first mistake. Because <laughs> that will always be a, a three-hour thing. Um, anyways. You know, so I there was one time I left my car on yeah. the mount in the car. I went and got it a half hour later, pulled it out, tried to use it. It goes, phone is too hot. Cool it down. Can't use it. Oh, okay. I've never had that warning before. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, my phone has gotten hot before. Yeah. No, it, there's a difference between a phone getting hot and too hot for it to be used. But yeah, so the phone's electronics can get too hot or too cold to use. There's, I don't, you, most people don't, and I know you probably definitely do not, but when you get into the piece of electronics, whether it be a phone, computer, whatever, yeah. included in the manual 
is the safe operating temperatures. Yeah, no. It'll show the coldest it can go and operate and the hottest it can go and operate. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, in, in the colder, it's usually a little more tolerant because right. the electronics themselves so. will heat, will keep it warmer. Yeah. We'll, we'll warm it up. But the heat just, oof, can be destructive. Oh, for sure. Well, I, with my laptop, um, that's, I, I, I'm per, well, no, I'm not, per, I'm 99% positive that I got damaged permanently by overheating. Cause one night I remember falling asleep. Like I hit the button to like have it go to sleep, closed it. And I just remember waking up and hearing like a fan going and I was like, Huh? And for whatever reason, the screen was blank, like white on when I opened it up and it was on and it was hot. Yeah. And now, like if I ever use like the, it never, it will never uh, do the face recognition thing anymore. Like it's just, it says, oh, won't work. Doesn't work. So I always have to enter in the code to log in now. So I, I'm imagining I, something is messed up on there. But yeah, so oh, yeah. there's those safe oper- operating uh, temperatures for electronics, um, both big and small. You know, that's why you have, uh, you know, fans on computers that will sometimes spin up because whatever you're running is approaching its max thermal. Okay. And those fans are speeding up to try to move air to just bring it down from the right. thermal. Now, I guess now... Another question that comes to mind, though, like, let's say, I mean, it's, yeah, well, granted, it's not already a thing now, but, like, I don't know, digital equipment, whatever. Let's say, like, that's pretty much just running everything. Right. Humans aren't working, basically. So when you talk about how, like, you know, when you have something running, I mean, it's going to get warm. Pieces are movement, whatever stuff is happening. Would that? I don't know. It just started making me think of this whole climate change stuff. Like, would that have an effect on? On uh, I don't know, just how the climate is at all, or would it be? I guess for the better or for worse. I don't know. It, um, it may, um, and just so much as the fact that there's just a lot of heat being exhausted, right? But. To be fair, it's gonna. Are we gonna actually have global warming? It's gonna it's gonna equalize out with the rest of what's out there in the air. You'd have to have a lot of heat just continuously, always going, always going, because some of that air is always exchanging up with the various poles to get that cooler air from those climates, and that's gonna cool down. Right. So it it would have to be uh, just a crazy ton of electronics stuff going on. Because then I mean I was. The other aspect I think about that then is though if that's all happening and like we don't have I mean like one like yeah let's say there's nobody has to like drive anywhere anymore. Well, that might reduce the say emissions, the emissions and stuff like that. Which so. if we reduce the emissions, right? The theory yeah. is then that the heat from the sun doesn't stay trapped as much, and there right. therefore the temperature overall would go down. That you know that's the theory that behind this whole process that's yeah. going on you know that's why they're like oh the earth's climbing closer to that one degree uh limit right now 
I guess the question I have for you now also is do you, after watching Wally and then even uh was it the Avatar movie or were we starting I don't know, but there's there's something going on in space. Okay. Do you think we would ever get to the point where we actually like move civilizations out into space? Or do you see that happening in, in the human race timeline? I think and that we will probably try. If it will try. I think we will try. I don't know how successful it's going to be. But that's always also been something like the human race has kind of always kind of dropped about. Do. Right. You know, yeah. for a while now. You know, go out amongst the stars. Explore the stars. Yes. Um, not in some people like, I would love to live on like Mars. Like, you know, this yeah. a terraform Mars. You know, there, there, there are those people out there that... If replicator technology became available for them now, they would be gung-ho and spend all their time and energy just figuring out how to do that, how to make it possible right. to do those things. Because I was, I, was, I was thinking about, the, uh, thinking, I don't know, about that. And like, yes, I can see people trying to like live out into space, but as far as it comes to, like, we're evacuating the Earth population into space because the Earth is no longer, like... As plentiful with, well, look at this way. Is on it. I don't know. At least in our current electronic design, right? Yeah. And I say current because this could always change in the future. I will say that. But in current electronics and in current, um, like motors and that, you need rare earth materials. Yes, China. As I say, China is is one of the bigger rare earth material holders. Um, there's some in Alaska and that, that they want to try to mine. Isn't, I'm trying to think of, uh, the, the Stan areas like Afghanistan, Pakistan, are, they're not, are they're more just oil and stuff like Oils. that. They're not like rare earthy stuff, right. right? That's more in that China region and that. Okay. So China has a big, big, has big deposits of rare earth materials. So one of the things that we're going to have to get over in, uh, I guess you could say conquer in, in the world mindset is this concept of being so divisive because I can guarantee you, if you want to do something like evacuate the planet, you're right. going to need all the countries working together. A. Yeah. That would take a. <laughs> uh, B. You're going to need a ton of rare earth materials. And who's to say there's even enough of that unless we develop new technologies that doesn't rely on them, which we might, I, I, I'm yeah, not doubting right. that. But at the current point in time, that's kind of what we do, what we're at. You know, most of our chip manufacturing is over in those uh, like China, Taiwan areas. You know, right? Chip manufacturing here in the U.S. is a few generations behind what's okay. overseas. We are nowhere near as advanced here in the U.S. as they are overseas. You know, Apple keeps going, "Oh, we designed our own chip." Yeah, you might design it. But you have no way of manufacturing it except for using the manufacturing abilities of another country's uh, fabricator. Right. You know, what if, like, the world, like, all the, what if we split our territories and, like, each of us had a part, like, a like a section that we, like, so we have parts of the U.S. 
that now own parts in China and parts in China now own parts of the U.S. So we all get each, we all get materials. What are you? <laughs> Someone's got to take over for Josh. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone just took a stupid pill. <laughs> I just wanted to see your reaction. <laughs> oh, my brain hurt, hurt and died a little bit all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to take yeah. us as a planet working together. There's no way around that. No, yeah. But that, you know, I'm going back to some of the other things you're talking about, you know, like, um, so you brought up two things. You brought up the driver's license and the insurance cards. Right. Those are two separate things completely. The license and card, insurance card? Yeah. Why are they two separate things? Because does your driver's license have more sensitive information on it? A whole lot more. Your insurance. Well, yeah, your insurance card is just your vehicle. It's like your, your policy. It's like your policy number yeah. and your vehicle information. On your on your car insurance, it's just your your policy number, as well as you know some information about your vehicle and blah blah blah. Right. It had, probably has your name on it. So that that's why a lot of states have allowed you to uh, use your. Uh, phone. Your phone for the insurance card. Not all states do. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. So Wisconsin does. So if you're in a state where they don't allow that, you actually have to have your physical card. Oops. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yay, right? Yeah. Now, so that's one thing. You know, if someone steals that card, it's not the end of the world. No, you can get another. Well, I mean, you can always get another driver license. driver's license, but. What else does that have on it? What all is on your driver's license? I mean, there's a ID number. Obviously, don't read off your ID number. <laughs> so what is your ID number tied to? Can I get my wallet? Oh, my freaking pocket? No, you cannot. Golly. Uh, I can't even hold my wallet. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's your fault. So I'm looking at my driver's my license, hands right? Are falling apart. Here's what it has on it. It starts with your ID number. At least this is a Wisconsin one, okay? With your ID number. Address. Your first and last date. name. Yes. So it has your sex, your weight, your height, the color of your eyes, color of your hair, information on you. date of birth. Yeah. You know. I feel like the addresses. The date of birth and address are the biggest things to me, I would imagine. Well, when you fill out application for anything, right? Uh-huh. What do you have to provide? You have to provide your address yep. and your date of, date of birth. You typically don't have to fill out your weight, your eyes, your hair. No, that's you, that's no. you fill out on a dating profile site. You don't fill that out <laughs> on, on right. an application for loan that, right? No. But then even, what, what, what do you normally have to write your driver's license ID number for? For maybe for employment. Okay, that's for what For applications for, you know, um, like if you're going to get an apartment in that. Yeah. If you're going to get a car loan or stuff like that, you need all that information. It comes yeah. right off your ID, right? Well, it would be when you get your insurance card, right? For how's that stored on your phone? Through an app. Okay, it's just stored right on your app, right? Mm-hmm. How is the ID card stored? 
That I don't know. Okay. How are off the top of my head at least. Okay. You know how you can pay with your phone? You know, just like touching your phone to yeah. the how are those cards stored on your phone? How are they stored? Through the the cloud, I don't know. Well, okay, where do you put the card and payment into? On your phone? I guess in an app. What app? Have you done this yourself? Maybe not, no. I ha- Well, I, no, I don't have, like, phone pay. Okay. Like, the whole touch pay, whatever. T- okay. Whatever. So, know. regardless if it's an Android um, or an Apple device, there's a wallet app. Where that's there like, the, where that's like Samsung Wallet or Samsung Pay or um, Google Pay or whatever. Those are wallet apps. Those are that's what that is. Okay. Okay. Now, on Apple phones, and then on Android for those like those um, secure places, those those wallets, so to speak. What they do is they encrypt the data. And that data can only be decrypted via a security chip on the phone. Okay. If you were to get a new device, a new phone, guess what doesn't travel with you to your new phone over the cloud? That data. The data for your wallet. Yeah. Why is that? Because it's not connected through. Because it's stored in the encrypted spot in the encrypted space mm-hmm. now apple i think is doing some things where they can allow it to transfer between devices but you have to like enter in your credentials to decrypt it sort of deal okay i don't know if android's gone to that part yet so that's the main difference your insurance card is stored in generic app yeah so your insurance company app right yeah whereas the wallet information is stored that's specifically rare. in an encrypted spot on your phone yep so it's safer there. Safer. Yes. I like the way you say that. Safer, not safe. Yeah. Because you can still get into your phone. What we consider secure now may not always be secure in the future. No, because there'll be new advancements and stuff. and New ways to break people, in and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the main difference between that. That's why it's just now starting to roll out so all those people that i mean don't trust anything like banks and stuff like or have any personal information on their phones or computers are the safest people out there no no what are they they like to think they're safe but to be honest, a lot of the larger companies, like Facebook and that, right? Yeah. They have profiles on people who don't even have Facebook accounts. That's terrifying. But they don't, have, I mean, they wouldn't have any, like, financial information, though, would they? No, but they probably know what you like to buy and where you like to buy it from and what you're, That's are, you, are you a person who likes to spend a lot of money on good fancy stuff or do you buy a lot of cheap, dirty, you know, common stuff? They'll know that. Oh, gosh. Because our culture is so obsessed with the internet, so obsessed 
with purchasing online. So obsessed with browsing the web everywhere, right? Where we want everything that on the line, online free. We're willing to suffer through ads everywhere. And ads, oh. ads have gotten obtrusive everywhere, right? Yes, they have. And that's how Facebook is able to build a profile on you. Uh. They embed ads in site that has some Facebook code. They are now able to say, this is a distinct person. Their name is Aaron Johnson. They do not have a Facebook profile. But we will build this profile in the background so we can serve them up ads. And if they ever do join Facebook, we'll know exactly what they like before they even know they like it. I don't like any of that. <laughs> Welcome to technology in the year 2021. It's only going to get even crazier. Crazier. But I mean, you know, one of the questions you asked, how, how long, how much longer until, you know, it's all virtual, all computers, nothing physical. And, right. and I brought up, you know, hypothetical statements like, hey, you have a little food port. You walk yeah. into a little alcove, they go, whoop, whoop, <laughs> inject, <laughs> You're your, inject your little food and drink port. You got all the water or food you need for the day customized to you. See, like, no, again, that, again, if you were, if you had watched the Matrix, you would know I that would they know live in a pod this. with a bunch of ports all along their bodies uh, that just gross. delivers nutrients and all that to them. And they just, they don't even Absorb know it. it. Well, they don't even know it, but they're just sitting there floating in like this goop. In a pod. The, the robots actually harvest the heat from the humans to power them. Oh, uh, oh, uh, that sounds weird. I don't like any of it. <laughs> um, gosh, that's gross. No, but like, when you talk about the whole food board thing, like, could you, could you handle having your whole day's worth? Uh, no, yeah, you usually could handle all that at once. Never mind. So or, you, or you might have to just go twice a day to the food dispenser. If you, yeah. I was just thinking because I was like, man, I've probably had a day's worth of calories and like taken in yeah. on and one you, meal before. You would step onto the plate in the machine and go, Aaron, you put on three pounds. Yeah. <laughs> you are on a new special diet. Yeah. <laughs> Creating Aaron customization menu, meal, level four, weight loss, five, supplement, one. Injecting. Oh, I can totally see things like that happening now. And then you just watch as this little tube sticks into your food port, and then all of a sudden, black goop goes in. You're like, mm, warm, delicious. Oh, but that's what happens if, like, I'm I'm saying that right? But that's like if you let a machine design how to optimally make you live, it would up go. Eating is very unoptimized waste of time and energy. We're just going to inject nutrients we'll, right into you. We'll fix it for you. Thank you. That's, that's what happens if you let a computer do that. But because, let me rephrase that, a computer and a programmer who goes, let's make everything as optimized as possible. <laughs> That'd be an interesting world to live in. So in a way, I kind of envy some of you, uh, as you call it, digitally disabled because you're a little ignorant of the fact of what may potentially be coming down yeah, the line. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you are are just living blissfully. La da 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 da. Rolling around in dandelions. I'm on that blue pill, man. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. That's yeah. Now now you understand the, that that what that meme means now. Yes, I'm so happy. 
Now you just got to figure out what black pilled, white pilled, and all that is. All right, I'll be learning. Figure it out. <laughs> Maybe I don't know if I remember. Now, if you do go black pilled, I'm sorry, we're not gonna be able to. We'll have issues. Oh no! Now I got to figure this out. And depends on what version of black pill I will say though. So we'll okay. have to we'll have to ask that because one version of black pill is like eh okay. Another version of black pill is no boy no. Okay, so one version is like you don't see any way out of what is going on. No matter what we do, we lose. Okay. So that's one version of black pill, right? Another version of black pill is if an individual identifies with fascist beliefs, such as Italian fascism, uh, national socialism, etc. Black-pilled people are against red-pilled and blue-pilled people, liberal, democratic capitalist countries, and socialist states. So, (laughs) that's what I said. need to define what... What black-pilled I am. Yeah. The first one. So, yeah, not, there's all those things out there you got to define. But, yeah, there's black-pilled, white-pilled, all that stuff. So white-pill is a worldview based on the maximization of happiness of an individual by acceptance of his situation in lieu of denial or anger. Okay. They call it an extension of the black-pill. Yeah. Interesting. Now so I want to watch the Matrix. Well, Matrix only has blue, blue and red. Yeah, but I still just want to watch it now. And now, if Matrix Four coming out, red and blue is coming back. Yeah, because Neo has to decide once again if he wants to learn the truth or not. What has that person chosen in the past? You're gonna have to watch the movie and find Dang out. Dang it. <laughs> I don't want but, but that is the thing that we're in in a way it's a perfect way to talk about what's going on with all of our stuff going digital, digital. electronic uh computerized robotic do we just turn our blinders on and let it happen without us being conscious about how we handle this and what our role as humanity is in this new society where robots are doing the menial jobs that no longer need to be done by low um, low-skilled, low-entry-level workers, or do we consciously say, no, we can't do this until we as a society have moved on to where we are curious and where we're self-motivated? You know, in, in Star Trek world, when all this technology happens, you know, world had gone through World War Three. the population was low, but people were starting to come together in groups and communities. So there was some optimism there, some hope there. They they were wanting to get better, and then some of this technology came along to help them where they were able to overcome their suffering of, like, hunger and that. But right now, we got it pretty, we got it pretty nice. Right. <laughs> Especially in America. Let's admit it. Oh, my gosh, yes. First world problems. It's per- yeah, first world my problems, goodness. to say the least. So... As technology comes along and as technology continues to go, we'll have to take it one piece at a time. But the whole thing is, as this is going on, as you're learning about how technology is maybe taking away uh, basic jobs, how Aaron's job will be automated by a Yay. Elon Musk robot, you, Aaron, as an individual, 
And that's a, that's true for everyone. As an individual, you have to decide, are you going to be living in denial that these robots will be here to take your job? Or are you going to accept the truth and then start preparing for that next phase of your life when that robot finally takes you off the line from what you're doing? It's time for you to decide. Morpheus is hand, holding out his hand and saying, take the red or take the blue.